Insurance companies had said to us, we love what insurtechs are doing, um, but can we trust such an important part of our business to five people in a garage in Hoxton? And we wanted to come along and, ins- and solve that. You know, Hitachi is all about innovation. Hello, this is Matthew Grant, one of the partners at Instec London. And in this episode, we are bringing to you the second half from our event, InsureTech as a Service, that we held at the Steelyard on the 8th of July. This is a fascinating discussion looking at how companies are creating more efficiencies and making it easier for insurance companies to work with some of the emerging technology companies thanks to Hitachi and their InsureTech as a Service solution. Uh, in this episode, I am talking to Stuart Reader from Hitachi, uh, Craig Oliver from Genesis, and Michael Flanagan from Extract about their work they've been doing together. And separately, I also chat to Damian Thompson, the insurance lead from Google Cloud, about some of the really interesting things they've been doing with their partners in insurance and some of the plans they've got for the future. So Damien, um, I've been working in insurance for about 30 years and my wife looked at the agenda tonight and she went, wow, you've got Google coming. So suddenly, either she's figured out what I'm doing or she thinks I'm a bit cooler, but you know, nothing else. Thank you very much for, uh, for being here. So you are the insurance lead for, de- for uh, Google Cloud and we all use Google a lot, so we don't have to get you to explain what you do, but presumably you have lots of data and lots of search information from all of us. Uh, Are you willing to reveal what you're doing with that in the insurance world? Yeah, so clearly uh, Google sees an awful lot of data. Clearly we do not have access to that data as customer-facing teams, so all of your uh, search data is safe and private. Um, What we are able to see is trends, uh, and what we see is a uh, 15% of the search terms we see each year, which is growing exponentially, have never been searched before. Customers are becoming far more curious, far more impatient, and far more demanding. Um, that's of Google, that's of, of what they're trying to ask us for help with. Uh, and the more we add voice, so the Google Assistant, um, the more inquisitive they're becoming. Uh, and from a Google Cloud perspective, where I sit, what we're trying to help customers with is how can we help our enterprise customers, how can we help our startup customers and, and everyone in between take advantage of our technology to stay ahead of where their customers are going to? And, that, and that's super exciting. So, so for all, all the insurance companies that are, are wanting to work with you and your yeah, understanding that you, you don't provide access to the data, but what's the typical engagement, engagement model that you have with the insurance companies? Yeah, so there's, there's, there's probably four areas. So the first would be they're trying to solve for a specific problem. So it will be something that they think technology can have an answer for. And, that, and that's us within Google Cloud. So there the customers will say, right, we're trying to uh, put in an AI machine learning model to solve for underwriting, or we think if we build a great solution out of voice, we could automate part of the claims processing. Um, so they're, they're super important to us. We see those increasingly coming in from customers directly and from great partners like Hitachi. Um, the leading set of customers are ones who are trying to build capability. So those who are trying to build development capability, agile product capability. They're trying to build data science capability. They want to build new security capabilities. Uh, or they want to transform their legacy and, and free up a huge amount of cost from their legacy to fund both transformation and innovation. So, so they're the kind of buckets we see. Um, 
in terms of how we think about in Google Cloud, you know, how do I think about my business with hundreds of services and hundreds of partners and an ecosystem around it, as well as the, the, the breadth of Google and the breadth of Alphabet behind me, um, it's, it's really about uh, how are customers you know, modernizing their infrastructure, modernizing their processes, and like I say, freeing up uh, both funding and headcount to focus on transformation and innovation. Um, how are they looking to develop new products? Um, we help customers think about delivering great customer experiences. Of course, within Google, you know, we've got well over a billion users every day actively using our products, most of them not paying for it. Um, for example, in Maps, we do 25 million updates a day to the Map service just to deliver an even better customer experience and, and hopefully continue uh, our, our loyal customer base using it and our new customers loving it. Um, we then look at data analytics, and for this audience, that's super important. You know, the, uh, the amount of customers we see saying, we really want to build a data science capability, and one of our express intentions is to be able to uh, attract Googlers who are maybe bored with uh, some of the things we've got them working on, and working on some of the great data sets you guys have got. Um, and, and increasingly, as customers get to know us better, particularly... Um, uh, in the commercial space and in, and in the large enterprise space, they're asking us, how can we change our culture? How can we bring a culture of innovation? How, how do we collaborate better, both internally and externally? So, so those are some of the ways we, we, we think about helping customers. Right. I mean, I feel I've just heard, I've just heard the first two hours of your, uh, your presentation in, in, uh, in one go. So I want to come back to a couple of those. So you mentioned their voice. When we were talking before, you said that voice is one area that, um, that is going to be a big... A big development for you. So I guess there's a bit of an arms race is there to be able to shout at your Alexa and say Alexa, buy insurance and the, and the insurer that kind of works with you to get the rights to do that is going to be the winner for voice. Is that kind of how it works? So yeah, it's re- really interesting when I, I uh, you talk about my, my former employer so I've got Alexa and the assistant at home. Um, what, what we're really seeing, uh, particularly with the assistant, is asking more and more complicated questions. So more and more demanding questions. So the question, am I insured, to Google Assistant get asks a hell of a lot more than the maybe, maybe motor insurers would, would care to admit. Um, some of the ways that we really see insurers innovating is, is thinking about their existing supply chain and thinking about where voice is used in a pretty unintelligent way to, you know, to make bookings, to handle claims processing, to handle um, onboarding of new customers, is how can you automate the outbound as well as some of the inbound? And we're working on some really exciting um, first projects in that area with insurers. Right, I'll give you a quick straw poll in the audience just to make sure you're awake again. Um, hands up if you've got Google Assist. Okay, so you've got about 15% of the room. Um, so if people go back home tonight, and ask, what should they ask Google Assist about insurance to get a... To, to... <laughs> that wasn't in the, in, the, in the prepared question, so you can feel free to pass. I'm trying to think of some of the cool questions my seven-year-old son asks Google Assistant. They're probably not for this audience. <laughs> well, that's good enough. So just channel your inner seven-year-old. Uh, okay, fantastic. So the other thing you mentioned in there was um, commercial lines, and you always, we're always very interested in this location, what is happening outside of personal lines, where we sort of see a lot going on for, for consumer engagement. But can you talk a little bit about what you're seeing on the commercial space or the SME space with your insurance clients? 
Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really exciting. So again, from a from a Google perspective, clearly Ads' relationship is largely with BTC players and is very, very, very mature. Um, from a Google Cloud perspective, we've been um, investing heavily on feet on the street. So we're starting to build the relationships, explain our story, uh, help people understand that we're not ever going to be competing in uh, in any of the spaces you occupy. Um, my sole focus is uh, enterprise and global players, and we've got multiple teams across four tiers, uh, down from startups through the SME channel into corporates, and then into the enterprise and global players. Um, in, in terms of what we're seeing out there, we really are seeing people understand that data is going to be the most important thing about the transformation. Uh, it's going to be the most important enabler, whether you're getting... Uh, insights about your customers that enable new products or also looking at new distribution methods and new distribution channels where again we can draw on the strength of our colleague in Google Ads to help people understand how they can exploit that or looking at the alphabet group of companies and, and thinking about a future in 10 years time when, when those companies are, uh, are really disrupting things like transport, things like uh, health, city planning, um, when the internet is ubiquitous across the entire planet. So, so what we're seeing is that the, the leading commercial insurers and some of the, the, the disruptors and startups really leaning heavily into Google and becoming more demanding of us and wanting to exploit you know, the, the whole breadth of the portfolio. Great. Well, that's, that's a good uh, transition into the work you're doing with Hitachi. So perhaps you could tell us a bit about what you're up to together. Yeah, so Hitachi... Um, yeah, shameless pluggers that are in the room. They, they, they really are an ideal partner for us. So, so when I sit there looking at my business, it's got about uh, a thousand different partners to work with. So there's, a, there's an awful lot of passengers. Um, whenever we get anything in from Hitachi, and this is talking myself and insurance, my peers across any other sector, it's always business relevant. It's always real. They always bring an innovation edge. They always bring an ecosystem of other partners to, to play, and they're able to execute. Uh, and, and most importantly for us in the cloud space, they've got the, the heft uh, and the financial strength of, of, of such a huge brand as Hitachi behind them. Uh, and that's leading us to, to bring some real innovation in terms of being able to transform the legacy cost base while delivering innovation. So, so Hitachi are absolutely fantastic. Great. Well, thank you for saying that as they are. Was that, was that on script? Yeah. Hitachi yeah. are fantastic. Uh, Good. So, just so one one final question for you, Damon. Then we're going to have um, maybe a, just a quick t- time for a couple of questions from the audience. So, if somebody out there has got a, a, a new great insurance idea and they want to talk to Google about it, what's I mean, it's a big organisation. What's the best way to talk to you? Yeah. So, I've just turned on the location thing on LinkedIn, so you can get me straight away. So, there you go. P- p- ping me on LinkedIn. Um, go to our uh, startups or sales page. We've, say we're ramp- we've ramped up significantly the coverage both in the UK and internationally. Um, but all free or free to grab me afterwards. And you do realise we podcast this, so you're talking to a global a global audience, Damon. So uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you very much for that offer. I'm sure it'll be much appreciated. Good. Now we so we do have time. So any time for uh, for some questions for Damien. Damien, what scares you about what you're seeing in terms of trends and the future? Uh, I don't think anything scares me. The, th- the, thing I, the thing I stress in the customer base is uh, everyone worries about talent acquisition and, and very few focus on talent development and training. Uh, and what I encourage people to do is to, is to really think about how you're going to uh, train and repurpose the workforce and get them more data literate and data savvy and tech savvy. Uh, and, that, and that's certainly something we can help with. We've got uh, a number of partners who help in that space. 
So, so my, my, my biggest impediment to growth is having humans trained and able to take full advantage of the tech. Can you tell us anything about the Waze uh, partnership with Allianz and how that's being executed, or have you any insight on that you can offer? I can't give anything specific on that. What I would say is um, one of the really cool things we're doing with insurers is looking at how could we augment the products that are really already available within Google Maps with some of the other data that's available within Google services, and Waze is an obvious one, and you can, you can kind of jump to the to the conclusions there. But if you've got specific examples, use cases, or, or needs, come and talk to me, talk to the Hitachi guys. Just a quick question in regards to partnering with Google. Uh, do you mainly look at companies or startups who come like introduc- through introduction with like enterprises like um, Hitachi, or do you have any specific segments you look at startups to like fill that R&D gap? Yep, brilliant question. So there's a dedicated uh, site for startups. Again, ping me, I can point you straight at it. We've got a uh, a large uh, ISV and startups team, big funding programs dedicated to those. One of the, the most important things I do in my business is work with startups in the insurance space and the end customer on, right, how does this form a cohesive whole? And the question obviously is, you know, uh, what, what's your ecosystem of startups? How can we exploit um, our data with those startups? And how are you going to make it easy to take data that's already in Google Cloud and, uh, and work with those startups? Fantastic. Damien, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, we're now into the, uh, the, final, the final session, which is a panel discussion, and we have Stuart Reader from Hitachi, uh, Craig Oliver from Genesis, and Michael Flanagan from Extract. Well, Stuart, we've all been hearing about Hitachi all night, and now you can tell us what is InsureTech as a service? Um, InsureTech as a service is, um, I suppose, an a la carte menu um, of InsureTechs such as Extract and Genesis and, and other uh, partners within the ecosystem with enterprise services like those provided by Google, as Damien just mentioned. And we industrialize them, we pre-integrate them, we test them at scale, and then we provide them to insurance to reduce the risk that we've heard about here tonight. So, I mean, I, I think what Hitachi is doing is pretty incredible, actually, because you know, one of the challenges we're seeing in this area is how difficult it is for early-stage companies to get in, into the insurance companies. And essentially, what you're doing is you're doing a, you're basically a, you're kind of vetting the companies, and then you're b, you're providing a means that they can get out or get into those insurance organisations. Yeah. So, so there's a few things. Um, the, the birth of this service within Hitachi, um, insurance companies had said to us, we love what InsureTechs are doing. Um, fantastic. They solve a problem. We see the value chain disaggregating. Um, but can we trust such an important part of our business to five people in a garage in Hoxton? And we wanted to come along and, ins- and solve that. You know, Hitachi is all about innovation. And uh, we said, let's evaluate these companies. Let's see what problems they're solving. Combine them with Hitachi's vast uh, catalog of intellectual property and insurtech, uh, and combine it with enterprise services such as Google, um, and bring them together and uh, underwrite them for the insurance industry. I mean, and as we heard earlier, Munich Reef believe there are thousands of companies out there in the UK alone. We're, we're tracking over 500. How, I mean, are you going after? All, you know, all within reason the companies out there? Or how do you sort of, you know, how do you go out there and figure out which ones you want to work with? Yeah, super question. Um, 
I'll be honest, that's another piece of feedback we got from the insurance companies. There's a huge amount of things coming through, not just here in the UK. We work with uh, companies in Japan, Israel, Europe, the rest of Europe, and obviously with our innovation hub in Santa Clara. So we evaluate all of these companies globally. We separate the, the wheat from the chaff, so to speak, uh, and we have a very du serious due diligence uh, sort of onboarding process where we do architectural reviews, security reviews, most important thing is integration view, uh, reviews and ease of integration into our ecosystem so that we can provide these easily to our, to our customers as a service. Fantastic. And, and how, how sort of transparent are you to others about how that, that works? Is that your sort of secret source or are you fairly open about what you're doing? Well, obviously, to our customers, we're incredibly transparent. We share our architectural diagrams, etc. You know, obviously, we're not you know, reinventing the wheel here. Customers can do this themselves. But having Hitachi do it for them uh, reduces risk and increasing velocity to, to transform their businesses. Fantastic. And in terms of your clients, so your clients ultimately are the insurance companies. They're the ones that are paying your bills. Yeah, so insurance companies are our customers. Um, interestingly, I suppose one of the value adds that we didn't consider when we started on this initiative is the additional value adds we could provide to, to the insurtechs. So Hitachi has a huge enterprise fleet uh, management solution. Um, extract, for example, um, we can leverage that, integrate it with our enterprise fleet management solution, and it, and, and it changes that market as well. So it's a value add that we can provide uh, to the insurtech. Great. Well, let's pick up, Michael, what ex Extract's up to. So thanks to you. We'll come back to you before we, before we wrap up. That was, that was very helpful. So, Michael, Extract, you started the company what, a couple of years ago. It'd uh, be helpful just to get a little bit of an overview to what you do, and then I'm kind of intrigued about how you how you and Stuart, you know, where, where did you meet each other? Sure. Um, so Extract is digitizing the claims process. So, so, so Motor Claims has kind of, it's been an area that hasn't been innovated on for a very long time and it's still a lot of legacy kind of processes. So we, we set out to kind of set that, um, to kind of to digitize this in three ways. Um, the first is through um, a manual process where a claims handler can take the traditional F, F first note of loss phone call and they visually rebuild the crash themselves on the Extract portal to kind of better understand what happens and to do things like, you know, understand if the vehicle's repairable or a total loss, what's the liability decision, and kind of make decisions as quickly in the process as possible. The second way is to send a link directly to the policyholder, so there's no, there's no even need for a phone call, and you, the policyholder can actually rebuild the crash from their smartphone themselves, and it takes about 60 seconds, and all the same insights are populated for the claims handler. The third piece, and kind of the piece that we set out from day one to do, was to be able to uh, aggregate data from the connected car. And that means that when a crash happens and your vehicle has a telematics device, we can automate that entire process to the point where a claims handler, within five seconds after the crash occurring, knows where the crash happened, knows if you're injured, knows if the car is repairable, um, and knows all the information around the, around the incident without even having to speak to the client. And kind of that's where the, the industry is going, and that's kind of the, what we kind of wanted to set out to do from day one. And your, your background was in telematics before you, you set up Extract, is that yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. So I founded a telematics company in Ireland about five years ago, and it was kind of from within this that I saw what the opportunity was. So just to be clear, so the sort of third one of those, which is sort of, I think, where you see the industry going, and I'm sure partly as a result of what you're doing, um, if, if uh, one of my family is driving and has a crash and they've got a telematics device, then that straight away goes off to the claims handler and that claims process is kicked off pretty much straight away based on the performance of that telematics device. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. We, the, the, obviously, the customer is opt, opt in for this process. So, for example, if you're a young driver today, you're already um, allowing your insurer to get access to that data. It's usually being used for pricing. 
um, but we're, we're focusing purely on, on, on the claim. So when that incident happens, as I said, it automatically generates the first notice of loss and provides the handler with all the insights they need to do to call emergency services, to make sure the right repair of vehicles brought out to the scene and kind of manage that process as early as possible. Fantastic. And, and uh, can you talk about the companies you're working with already? So we're working with one of the largest the UK insurers, and there's going to be a press release very, very soon on who that is, but I can't say yet or they'll kill me. Um, and then we're working on one of the largest third-party administrators as well, uh, two of them, actually. Great. Well, maybe one day you can come back and bring them on, on stage up here. And then how did, the two, how did the two of you meet? What was the, what was the start of this happy relationship? So we actually met at a DIA in, in Amsterdam last year, and a, uh, Stuart was telling me what his, what his idea was around InsureTech as a service and he was looking for something specific in the claim space and it just evolved over time until, until it was ready to go to market and we've just had to work on it for a while. Just on that, um, in the selection criteria for um, our services, we really do put a lot of time and attention into comparing what's in the InsureTech space, what's in the enterprise services space uh, and, and evaluating them against each other and Extract was absolutely the leader in its field and the same with Genesis. Right, so was he, was he sort of good cop, bad cop, and they kind of tore you apart, and you, you made it through the selection process and the boot camp, and, and here you are. Well, when you go through procurement for a large insurance company, this was like a walk in the park, so uh, <laughs> it, was, it was no problem. So, so on that one, so, so, yeah, so great, you've got a partnership with Hitachi. How does that um, impact what you're doing with other insurance organisations? Is this an exclusive deal, or can you, can you still work with other companies? No, yeah, so we still sell direct. That's still what we do. We still have a lot of direct um, relationships, um, but obviously, we, we found that when you're selling direct, it's a much slower process. Like what Stuart touched on, the risk for a big carrier to work with a tiny startup is huge. They're so risk averse; it's in their DNA. So when a, a company, we're not, we don't work, we don't fight people from Hoxham, by the way. But uh, we have a small team, and by partnering with somebody like Atachi, they underwrite all the risks. So now you're going in on the back of a big brand. The sales process is completely, it completely changes, and you're 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 meeting the right people at the right level much much quicker. Fantastic. Craig, you're the, you're, the, you're the other fantastic company. I mean, Stuart had the choice of all of his people he's talked to and he's brought the two of you up on stage here. And, and not only that, you've, well, you've actually had Genesis up on stage, but we had Andre talking, so, um, and that was to Robin. So, so you and I have got to um, encourage people to listen to the next podcast of Genesis. So tell me a bit about what you do first of all, and then let's talk a bit about the Hitachi piece. All right. Um, yeah, so I'm Craig. I represent Genesis, um, you know, and I think our journey started meeting uh, Stuart. And I think, you know, the, they were really looking to provide InsureTech as a service and having the ability to, you know, have various different puzzle pieces to tick a lot of the boxes in what an insurance company slash MGA or broker requires. So from a Genesis perspective, we provide an end-to-end um, insurance administration platform. So that's all the way from policy admin, you know, through the quote and buy and journey, servicing, renewals, um, and then very similar on the claim side. Um, and one of our more recent interactions, uh, I think, as part of those puzzle pieces was to do an inter- uh, integration with, with Extract. And I think we were quite proud to do that in two days, um, I think, showcasing the API capability on both of the platforms. So, yeah, from a, a policy admin, claims admin, billing, document management, workflow, um, so pretty much full end-to-end, um, but I think the key for us is it's all supported by a full REST API, which allows us as a core policy admin platform to be able to integrate with the various different insurtechs in the various different, uh, different parts in the value chain. Um, you know, I think what we've found in the past is 
there's some great disruption around product as well as tech, but often very difficult to integrate into potential legacy platforms. And I think that's where we see a bit of a differentiator is you know, to provide this cloud-based uh, solution that's supported by, by the API. So I just want to come back to that two days. So it is, what was the... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, I mean, Lemonade did it in three seconds for that claim. So. That was only paying claims. <laughs> Um, but just talk me through that. What, what, what was the start? What you can't define as the starting point for two days? Did you have like, did you met each other? Did you put the spec out there, or was it like literally, you first met each other and that was it? I think I think what ended up happening was we defined a, a use case, and I think from twofold, either you know somebody being able to rather manually or visually show what happened from a claims perspective, um, and hitting our API to actually create that event. The, the other was to inject a telematics incident in, uh, into the platform, which then triggers various different SIAs and workflows in order to, you know, for, for the claims team then to actually know about an event and really at the end of the day to try and simplify basically to be able to pay a claim in a much lesser time, manage fraud, etc. Oh, well done. Now, you are, uh, what's the right way to put this? You are one of the oldest... Uh, most youthful in SureTechs. We put that. We've been going for twenty years. Yeah, we all we're really retro. You've got the. You've got the <laughs> <laughs> that? That's an original nineteen eighties one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've got version one. Um, so presumably, yeah, you, you, well, I know you've been successful over that period of time. So why did you decide now was the time to do some work with uh, with Hitachi? Yeah, so, so, so look, I think, I think, again, it's about building ecosystems. You know, if, if you're just one thing to the industry, um, I think the more you can build together, the better. Um, and, you know, I think our engagement with Hitachi was, a, was about being able to provide this puzzle piece in the middle of the ecosystem. Um, and I think also to what, what Mike mentioned is, um, you know, the, the Hitachi underwriting almost of the platform. So, you know, it's, I think it's the brand behind it. It's the due diligence that goes with it. And it does open a lot of doors. Um, you know, and I think part of our relationship is also an SI capability. So, you know, by, you know, leveraging a lot of the other services that Hitachi provide. So that's the systems integration capability that's that Hitachi yeah. will, will provide yeah. you. So, Stuart, do you just want to say a few words about you know, what, what attracted you to, uh, to Genesis when you, you came across them? It's really simple. Um, we have to have a policy administration system for most lines of insurance. Um, and I had a history in that area. Um, it's been a real bugbear of mine for ages. I think I've been here um, and I've been quite uh, outspoken about companies like Sapiens and Guidewire. Um, you know, they're holding back companies from digitally transforming at the moment. And insurance companies, as we've heard tonight, have to accelerate their process. And these new generation, if I can call it a Genesis, you know, it is a new technology stack. Um, we did a huge due diligence process. Uh, we looked at actually building our own policy administration system um, and see if it was something that we should offer. But uh, as we went through the process, we created a short list of companies globally, because uh, Genesis was South African, right? And um, they scored incredibly high on our list of criteria. We went through the due diligence process. And uh, we haven't looked back since. And presumably, just per your earlier point, this is for a specific client who is looking for a solution? No, it, it was for the ecosystem. Um, so we have a mission to, to accelerate, as I say, um, uh, the digital transformation process within insurance companies. Policy administration is a huge blocking point to that at the moment. And it was core to us uh, for going to market with this solution. Oh, interesting. So you're sort of, 
you've got a combination of tools on the shelf. So when somebody wants it, you can pull it down, but you'll also sort of do some bespoke work. Yeah. Um, and and uh, can you talk about any companies you're working with just now in the? Yeah, we, we can't mention their names, but um, we're, we're working with a number of insurance. Within the actual ecosystem itself, um, we're in double digits um, on various different serv- uh, services. Um, we're working together, us three together, in various parts of uh, the motor insurance uh, value chain in particular. And um, it's going really, really well. Um, our methodology is, is we'll prove it to you. We'll open up a sandbox to you in the cloud. You can leverage these services, try them out, set up your products, um, and we'll help you modernize your business. Great. And you're, I mean, you're based in South Africa, but you've also now opened up an office over in, in the UK. Yeah, so we, we've had an office now for just over 12 months. Uh, got five local guys. Um, but I think one of the benefits we have is a lot of heavy lifting still happens on a lower cost base in South Africa. Um, but all the, you know, the, the, the client-facing team are, are here in, in the UK. Good. I was just hearing those trains going over the street. I was wondering if those are Hitachi trains with sensors on them. And... It's, not, it's not. Ours are not noisy. <laughs> The silent train. Fantastic. Uh, well, just one final question on, on the business model then. Uh, so how does it work? I mean, presumably, Craig, well, you didn't have a third party you're working with. You're working directly with a client. Does that mean now you've got to accept a little bit of reduction in revenue because you're, you're working through Hitachi and potentially you cannibalize some of your business? No, I think, I think we, we see it as increasing. Um, you know, for, for us, it's about finding like-minded partners that we can work with and provide an offering. So, you know, I think some customers would be direct, but I think even if um, a customer came to us and we felt the, the, the benefit of introducing Itachi, um, absolutely, you know, that's part of the partnership, and I, think, and I think vice versa. Fantastic. Well, Stuart, thank you for both sponsoring the event and joining us on stage. We've, we've, we've enjoyed having you in the audience and enjoyed your questions from the floor. Um, it's great to have you up here. So finally, so, so anybody out there who wants to become part of the Hitachi ecosystem, how do they, uh, how do you, how do they introduce themselves to you? So um, connect to me on LinkedIn, uh, one thing, or go to insuretechasaservice.com and you'll find my contact details. Tremendous. Okay, we do have some time for some questions. So anybody got questions for Stuart or the others? Hi, I've got two questions, if I may. Uh, first of all, Stuart... So when you're vetting these insurtech companies, what criteria are you looking for? What, what are the most important points? And um, sorry, one question, please, for Craig, which is how have Hitachi helped you guys beyond, beyond accelerating the sort of direct route? So in, in terms of the vetting um, process, it's probably better actually if Craig or, uh, or, or Michael talk to you through it. Um, it's, it's very extensive. We have a 39-page um, document. We are a large company, and we do have a certain level of bureaucracy um, if we're going to be underwriting solutions uh, to, to, to such, such important customers. Um, you know, it's pretty extensive. There's an architectural review. We bring you in demos. Um, we'll do a code review and a security review, including application um, assessment as well as, as, as pen testing, etc. And uh, ultimately, if it, it cuts the mustard, um, uh, we'll look to onboard you. All right. I think so. To answer the second question, um, I think it's, I, I guess, a, a 
a pedigree type thing. So it's really, I think, about leveraging the brand and 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 being able to have gone through that process with Itachi. Um, obviously, Itachi has a lot of existing clients and relationships within some of the larger customers. Um, and those intros, and I guess with the relationships that we have as part of the partnership, that's where we've seen the benefit. I'm quite interested in the customer relationship side. And I'm wondering... Um, is there anything fundamental you've learned from working with your customers that, that's made you think differently about your business model? So what are they teaching you, if anything? I suppose there's a perception outside of insurance that insurance companies don't want to change, don't want to modernize. That hasn't been my experience. Um, I find that most insurance companies that I deal with are, are, are desperate for change, actually. They want to create new financial products. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the systems and processes within their organizations are inhibiting them from doing that sort of thing. So for me, um, that's probably the thing that's not surprising, but it's, it's, it's frustrating, um, actually, uh, because you know, that shouldn't be how it is. Um, and insurance is incredibly important. We all need it, as Shelley mentioned earlier on. All of our businesses need it, and we would like insurance companies to actually give us a better deal as a customer, uh, right? Um, and, and personally as well, like motor insurance, home insurance, and things like that, uh, usage-based insurance, individualized insurance, um, and companies want to be able to offer these things, but they're inhibited uh, because of some of the technical debt that they have at the moment. Okay, well, Stuart, Michael, Craig, thank you very much. I'm sure we'll be having you back on stage in the not-too-distant future with some more of your partners. Thank you. Thank you. So if you found that episode interesting and you haven't already come across some of the other recordings we've got for our podcast from our previous events, you may well want to take a look at some of our previous episodes. Uh, also, you can see a little bit more of what we've been up to at our website, London, where we have uh, unique pages for each of the events for the last couple of years. Uh, also, I do recommend, if you haven't already done so, that you sign up for our newsletter. That will ensure that you get advance warning of the events we've got coming up. These are booking up very quickly now, so we do recommend that you uh, register early. <laughs>